North Carolina just picked up a commitment from class of 2023 power forward Zayden High, but there's no time to rest in the recruiting game in college basketball. And so today, Sports Illustrated's Jason Jordan joins me to talk about class of 2024 point guard Elliot Cadeau. You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Tuesday, October 18th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast, the only daily North Carolina show out there. I'm your host, Isaac Shade, and I want to thank you for making our show your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please don't forget that we are free and available anywhere you get podcasts, so you can subscribe right now to make sure you don't miss a second of your team every day. I want to tell you about something really exciting coming up this Saturday. Coach Pat Kilby and I are hosting a live rewatch of Carolina's Final Four victory over Duke on the Locked on Tar Heels YouTube page. We're going to be chatting and watching the game all in real time, so make sure to mark your calendar to join us for that. It's going to be a great opportunity. And this week's Drive for Five giveaway is going to take place during that. The giveaway this week is a in the original rapper Final Four program from last year's Final Four. All you have to do to be entered to win is to subscribe to the Locked on Tar Heels YouTube page. Go ahead and knock that out right now. Mark your calendars. Can't wait to see you for the Final Four rewatch. Right now, let's get right into talking about Elliot Cadeau. Hard to believe we are now less than three weeks away from the tip-off of the 2022-23 college basketball season. But folks, the recruiting wheel never stops turning. And so today, Jason Jordan, Sports Illustrated's Director of Basketball Recruiting, joins me to talk about Elliot Cadeau. I know Carolina just picked up this recruit on Sunday, uh, commitment on Sunday from Zayden High. But you, like I said, recruiting never stops. And so we take a look ahead to this class of 2024 guard in Elliot Cadeau. And, and Jason, let's start here. Many people have Cadeau as the number one guard in the class of 24. Where are you looking at him as you think about your SI-99? Yeah, so, um, you know, he set out his whole sophomore year um, with the ankle injury. And so right. he kind of was only at 100%. He told me this a couple of weeks ago. He's only at 100% at Peach Champ. And he did very well at Peach Champ. Um, and then he obviously he did very well in the FIBA U18 when everybody was on him because uh, he had the 36-point game in the championship. And um, so, you know, and I think he would even say for that reason, he kind of wants to show and prove a little more. Now, right. I mean, projection-wise, I mean, you look at what he did at Peace Jam. It, it was, I mean, one of his best games was against CP3, which is you guys' his old friend. I won't name him. <laughs> why we're dealing with him, you know, and that cast yep. of characters yep. they have on that team. Um, so a lot of people were opening their eyes when they, when that game came, but he was dominant the whole piece gym. So, and I think he'll, he'll thrive this year at link. Um, you know, they have, they have another traveling all-star team, but he's definitely up there. I mean, if you want to say he's a top guard, cool. You know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I want to see, I want to see more yep. and, I, and he's the kind of person he's wired to be okay with that. Like he yep. wants to show you more because Absolutely. he feels like he hasn't proven enough. Um, and I agree with that. I think, you know, we, we need to see a little more. Yeah. They have a tremendously tough schedule. So we'll be able to see him against the best. Do I think he'll, uh, continue to ascend? Yeah, I do. I think he's that good. So, um, yeah, I think even at the end of the day, he probably will be up there, but, um, 
you know, I think it's fair to say that we want to see a little bit more. Yeah, we want to see it. We're talking about Elliot Cadeau here today on Locked on Tar Heels with Jason Jordan from Sports Illustrated. And by the way, we'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college recruiting sponsor across the Locked on College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. So, uh, Jason, as you said, uh, Elliot had this huge game um, a little while ago. What is it that, uh, you know, to get nearly 40 points uh, against high-level elite competition like that, right. uh, what is it in his game that's allowing him to fill out uh, the points that much? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is his his IQ. I mean, um, you, a lot of people point to his versatility and athletic ability, but um, just the way he reads the defense and uses those physical abilities is 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 exceptional um you know he he really is the guy that cliche as it sounds thinks thinks three plays ahead so he um he's looking at areas to throw to or areas to attack that could be vulnerable to play like two movements from now he, he yeah. thinks like that you know the hockey assist yeah yeah for <laughs> real. Like he throws to an area for a teammate right um so i think that to me is more impressive. Now, I mean, he's super shifty, um, gets to the rim at will. Um, he's six two, and he has a forty five inch vertical. Holy vertical. smokes! Yeah. So you know, and if you watch him, you see this forty five inch vertical, right? So um, I would say those are the biggest things. But just you know, and it's even more impressive. He told me he didn't even. He's a pass first guy. Even now, he considers himself a pass first guy. But he's a gifted scorer, but he only started scoring in the last couple of years. Hmm. Like, um, he never really focused on that because he was always trying to make the winning play. And so uh, he had to, like, go into a um, – he told me he went to, like, a B-level um, league to just work on his offense a couple few years ago. And he just dominated. And so it kind of came – it was kind of organic the way it came, but he wanted to fine-tune those things. Obviously, that worked out pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, he right. the total package. Um, but he still considers himself a pass first point guard. And I do too, just watching him play. You can yeah. see that he just wants to make the right play. And um, that's what you want in your league guard for sure. Absolutely. And that that seems to be such a rarity this day and age. Yeah. Every it, it feels like every lead yeah. guard is some form of combo guard that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm gonna get my shots off and I'll pass when when I have to when I get double teamed or something. Um, yeah. how refreshing is it for you as someone that sees recruits all the time to see somebody who's legitimately not just saying it to say yeah. it, but legitimately right. a pass first guard that's added scoring later? Yeah, that that that's rare, you know, and that's that's cool. It, I mean, it says a lot about the kind of person he is and you know mm -hmm. how he approaches the game. So uh, that is to your point, very refreshing. Um, you know, he, he's a but it says a lot about him as a person, like genuine kid, um, really really doesn't put a whole lot of stock into this, this the noise that we create, right? But that's what we do, right? <laughs> that's <laughs> but, right. Um, you know, just really works to try and get better. And, yeah. you know, a lot of guys say that, but, you know, then they're on He's Instagram, you know, doing whatever. And But he yeah. really does it. Like, he really puts his head down and, and works. And that is definitely something that's refreshing for sure. 
Well, yeah. I mean, and even what you're talking about, like somebody that sat out his whole sophomore year last year. And so it was mm-hmm. like, no, I, I don't want the accolades. I need to prove it. Somebody that's willing to go to a, a B level league competition uh, that has the humility to realize like, Hey, I've got a little bit more of this that I need to work on. So let yeah. me go into the lab and do that and come out a little more fully formed. Um, why is that type of drive and initiative something that's going to allow him to succeed at the division one level? Well, it's a mentality, right? So, like, if he, let's say, say he comes to Carolina, he's going to be surrounded by a traveling all-star team. So you can't do what you want to do, <laughs> right? Like, you you can't – it's going to be Huber's way or the highway, and that's how it is there. And in, and in most um, high major power fives, you know, so you have to be able to buy in to your role. Now, his role is the most important role on the floor because he has to be, you know, the quarterback. He has to be the extension of the coach on the floor. So for him to – for him, of all of the five players, he needs to be the guy to buy in. And so with him, like, uh, way ahead of the curve there, because, I mean, a lot of these guys are egomaniacs. Right. Um, respectfully. Yeah, um, respect- but, <laughs> but uh, you know, when he has a, the buy-in attitude, you know, that that's just going to make the team uh, – that's going to make the engine drive a lot smoother. You know, the, the oil's going to be working better. The piston's <laughs> going to be working a lot better than it. When he's buying in, we're all going to be a little bit more successful. If coaches yeah. are honest, that's the truth. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And you love to see that. So Jason just talked about some connections to North Carolina, the possibility about what things might look like if he comes to Chapel Hill. We're going to talk more specifically about that and his actual recruitment right after I tell you about Upside. From cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts. And boy, does it hurt. So that's why I've started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or goes out to eat. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. I legitimately use this app every time I stop at the gas pump. The prices were insane this summer. They're rising again. So I'm always looking to see where can I get the most money off. And boy, Upside is helping me save some money. To get started, download the free Upside app. Use my promo code LOCKED and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why the app has a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. So download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Again, that's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. Okay, Jason. So we're talking here about Elliot Cadeau today on Locked on Tar Heels. We've talked some about his game. Now let's get into his recruitment. He has already taken now two official visits, one down to Lubbock to Texas Tech and one a couple weekends ago to North Carolina has an official this coming weekend to Louisville. This is a young man that's from New Jersey that's currently, as you said just a little bit ago, uh, down in Branson, Missouri here in my neck of the woods about an hour and a half away from me. And so this guy has uh, some options seemingly all over the country now. And so uh, what do you see unfolding thus far in his recruitment? Well, I think, um, you know, when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, he was really <clears throat> very much in the I'm staying open stage, you know, um, because he feels like 
you know, to your point, a lot of people say he's the top guard. You know, some people are saying he's the top player, right? So, um, I think he, what I think he wants what comes with that. You know what I'm mm. saying? So yep. he wants yep. all the options that come with that. And so him sitting out, him just only being at 100% in July, late July, um, even with all the upward trajectory of his, shall we call it, height, um, I think he, you know, he still doesn't have all the offers that that, that guy that we're saying should have, right? Yeah. And so, um, and then let's, we always talk about, it. we got a market now. We got a market. <laughs> so we, right. we need to pull in those fan bases. You have to, these, these are all things that, that matter, right? So, he, I mean, Kentucky's involved. I mean, I think other programs are going to get involved. Texas is involved. He grew up a Texas Tech fan, which is kind of funny because, I, I mean, respectfully, Texas Tech. I just have never heard that before um, on the basketball end. <laughs> so, but he said it was in 2019 when they made that, the Final Four run when he really started watching college basketball. So he was like, that's my dream offer. I was like, okay, cool. I, I love it. Right. Cause I usually do you yeah. or Duke yeah. or, you know, or Kentucky, Kentucky Kansas. Like yeah. Kansas. So um, I thought that was kind of cool, but I, yeah. he, from his standpoint is definitely going to be um, slow motion. Now, a lot of people are saying he could potentially reclassify and that's something we always mm. got to watch with a guy yeah. in his, in his seat. And I think he could um, academically. So any guy who could academically, they usually do, especially especially in in the chair he's sitting in. Like I look at you know guys like him, and then the guys in the class below him that are like through the roof, marketable, like Cooper Flag and Caden uh, Cameron Boozer and those guys. Yeah, um, yep. I I always think they're gonna reclass. So that's one of my first questions to anybody. You know, are you reclassing? Not right now. You know, oh, <laughs> not right now. Not right now. I catch all that. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, at this point he's, you know, slow motion with it. And I think he wants to pick up more and more offers and, you know, get more and more interest in that regard. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And uh, in terms of specifically his visit to North Carolina a couple weeks yeah. ago, he was there for Carolina's version of yeah. Late Night, which they call live action. Uh, mm -hmm. One of the things that I, I have heard Elliot talk about since then is he like, this is yeah. just what Coach Hubert Davis does. Like, I went yeah. to Coach Davis's house and had breakfast with he and his family. Is yeah. that like, for, for those who don't keep tabs as much on recruiting, is that a normal thing or is that an atypical thing? No, that's normal. Uh, they usually go to the coach's house and have dinner. Uh, the breakfast is different. That's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but what is atypical in y'all's favor, and I say this all the time, you know, um, respectfully, everybody's not Hubert Davis. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you, some things you just can't, you can't duplicate. Like, some things you just, like a, a genuine personality, mm, that's hard to replicate. And I know a lot of these coaches, yeah. And a lot of them are awkward, you know, <laughs> a lot of them are, they're kind of awkward. Yeah, like, yeah, especially yeah, talking yeah. to a kid, they don't, in real life, outside of basketball, they're not relating to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. so uh, Hubert's a gem for you guys. I hope y'all know that. Like, yeah. he he's definitely a guy who um, takes his time to relate with these kids on a lot of different levels. And um, he nurtures relationships. So that's something I always respect because I'm a guy who nurtures relationships. So, um, and that definitely resonates with um, the, the players he's recruiting. I'll say that. Yeah. yeah.
Man, you love to hear it. Now, as we look at the class of 2024, um, we, we've talked about uh, a few weeks ago, Boogie Fland, who Carolina is recruiting as a guard as well, uh, versus Elliot Cadeau. And um, with only so many scholarships to go around, you, you kind of have to be wise with um, yeah. who you're offering and how, what that looks like as you look at these two young men comparatively. And I know we're still early in the process, yeah. as you talk about a little bit of a, a slow Elliot Cadeau's looking at maybe a, a spring commitment prior to AAU. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you look at these two young men comparatively? Um, well, you know, there are a lot of similarities. I think uh, Boogie's probably a better uh, perimeter shooter, um, but they, you know, Boogie, they, they're both super shifty. Uh, Ellie is definitely more athletic, um, but both of them, you know, are super competitors and bring a lot of energy from that guard spot. Um, and so they're both great leaders and, you know, great high IQ guys. Boogie's a super high IQ guy. He's an al- also a guy who can pass the areas. Um, so, you know, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, and, and these things shake out as long as there is time, yep. you know, the process just tends to, you know, things, things happen, you know, <laughs> you know, commitments happen. People don't keep in touch as much. And these guys elevate you know, this visit elevated this and this, you know, that the, those things work out even it, it could be a month <laughs> and, um, you know, things will change things change. And neither one of these guys are going to decide anytime soon, right? Like any, anytime soon. I'm confident of that. And, Given that none of this stuff is in stone, I'm confident of those two guys not deciding anything soon. So, yes, especially, um, yeah. But you're talking two five-star high-level point guards. Um, so, you know, you could just close your eyes and pick, uh, you know. So, um, and, and then I think we have to, you know, but Boogie's been doing it more consistently over time. So you kind of have to give him the nod just because he's done it consistently. Elliot, not, no, no fault of his own. No. He's hurt, you know. Yep. Um, but Boogie's been doing it consistently against high level players. You know, and he hasn't been well, he he took he took a little he was hurt last year, but he came back and he was dominant and he's been playing a lot longer. So um I'm trying to think. I was looking at their schedule. Do they meet this year? Oh, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, that they would be may. interesting. They may meet. Yeah. I gotta look at their um schedule again, but that would be a great, great, great matchup. That would be a yeah. great matchup. Well, so for Elliot Cadeau, obviously, uh, many schools around the country have a great lineage of lead guards, but North Carolina is certainly one of those. And yeah. when you think past first point guards, uh, you trace back to the early 2010s and a young man named Mr. Kendall Marshall, uh, mm-hmm. who was that pitch ahead, but uh, less of a less of a scoring threat than perhaps Elliot Cadeau was. If, if you're Hubert Davis, who are you pointing to to try to sell someone like an Elliot Cadeau or a Boogie Flan? that you all have had yes Are you yes, yes, yes. oh wow yeah. that's a great great question um hmm man that's tough uh yeah i mean kendall like you said kendall was a pass first guy i mean you look at a guy like uh i, I mean i would even go earlier than that look at you can look at ed coda ed, ed coda yeah guy Super pass first extraordinaire. Um, but then, you know, they don't, the, to your point, they don't have the scoring prowess these guys do. Um, so, yeah, ew, that that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, because the system is a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Yep. yep. So exactly. and and then that will be something that people will use against you too. Like, I mean, you can come here and thrive, and you can get downhill and you know score at will and stuff like. But you look at a guy like Kobe White. I mean, look at Kobe White. Look at Cole Anthony. Um, so those guys. I mean, they could point to that. Well, then that would help too because it's more recent. Right, so you exactly. look at Kobe White, you look at Cole Anthony, you say, hey, lottery, lottery. I mean, what are we doing? You want to be a millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> you know right. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, those, those would be the two examples I would point to, you know. Oh, um, and, and there are a lot of similarities, especially with Cole. And, I mean, Cole probably was a, like a 43-inch vertical. Cole would probably say 48, knowing Cole. Yeah. But um, It's ridiculous, I, yeah. Yeah, so um, I would say those – are the two most recent that I will point to. Okay. You know, Caleb, look at Caleb. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's first guy, not afraid to take that shot. Caleb. No, he's not. And Caleb, not afraid to take that shot. So I mean, it looks like they're trending in the way of the boogie, of the Elliot. And I know um, Huber definitely wants to play that fast and have that guy at the controls who can, you know, call his own number. Um, yeah. Has the IQ and the, the sense to um, play off his instincts. So those guys are definitely the best in show in that class for that role. Okay. Well, we are going to have to keep tabs on Elliot Cadeau and how his recruitment continues to unfold. As we said, he is visiting Louisville this coming weekend. So we'll look to see what happens coming out of that visit. As we said earlier in the show, Zayden High committed to North Carolina on Sunday. So we want to look at what's next in the class of 2023 for the Tar Heels right after I tell you about Nissan. Our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across the Locked On College Network titled Thrilling Moments, where we highlight the most exciting play from this past weekend's victory over Virginia, uh, excuse me, over Duke. This weekend's thrilling moment for Carolina was the touchdown to seal the victory in the final 16 seconds, the Antoine Green touchdown over who? The Duke Blue Devils on the road at Wallace Wade Stadium. This was a huge moment for Carolina. Down 35-31. Looked like Duke was about to get a touchdown to go ahead with two and a half minutes left. Missed field goal. Ultimately, Carolina, under the direction of Drake May, drives back down the field. A Heisman-type moment to get out of town with the victory. The Tar Heels are 4-0 on the road. Get a week off before hosting Pittsburgh for homecoming. This segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in the new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. So, Mr. Jason Jordan, we're talking with today the Sports Illustrated's Director of Basketball Recruiting. Uh, we've talked at length on this show about Zayden High, who becomes now Carolina's second commit in the class of 2023. Uh, this is a huge get for the Tar Heels after losing out on Gigi Jackson um, and TJ Power, amongst others. And so now you've got these two guys. You've got a stretch four. Makes Hubert Dav Davis very happy to go with just a dude in Simeon Wilcher. Yeah. So for Carolina, you, I mean, you look at it and you've got to think you're going to have some more scholarship slots available. Hubert Davis has shown that he not only is willing to, but loves getting into the transfer portal. And so you're like in this day and age, do you say, hey, we're good with high school seniors and we're going to see what unfolds in in the transfer portal or do you continue to look for either guys that are currently class of 23 or as you said maybe somebody who might be reclassifying from the class of 24 yeah so knee jerk i'm not knee jerk but the 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 
what you better do, <laughs> what I know that they're going to do is to hold, hold, hold on, you know, like, okay, we got Simeon, we got Zayden. That's an amazing class. Okay, cool. Yeah. Got that. Now let's look at the portal, you know, because we've done very well in the portal, you know what I'm saying? So I know that they're probably, they're, they're going to do that. Right. But I do think, let's say Elliot's like, yep, I'm sure I'm reclassifying. You got a, you got a spot for me? Yeah, I think we got a spot. <laughs> We're going to figure that out. Yeah. You know, we'll figure that out. So, um, but I, that's definitely the next, I don't, 2023, you know, and things could shake out like things, you know, people can emerge. I even, I expect Elliot's uh, status in the class to elevate just based off where he's playing this year. And I think a lot of other guys, could potentially elevate. Zayden will elevate. Based I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, you know, that kind of uh, trajectory could put someone else on their radar for sure because that happens all the time. But I think the plan right now is to probably hold out a couple spots for that portal, you know, because now that's the thing. Like, so now you got two of the top 40, 45 players in the – in the high school ranks, senior class. Now you go to, now you go to the other rankings, which is <laughs> this is the world we live in. So now yeah, exactly, go, okay, we got the high school kids. Now, all right, what portal portal recruits are we gonna get? And so a lot of that shakes out in February and March, you know. And we we learn, you know, who's and you know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it never ceases to amaze me um, who jumps in the portal and for what reasons. So and you know, we've been down that road before, but. That's what we, that's the, you know, these are the rules. This is the world yep. we live in and yep. how they'll change. I think we're, this is what it's going to be. Like all the coaches at Peach Jam were like, yo, you better tell them that there ain't no more four or five man classes. That's going to be pretty rare. Only maybe at the top um, because, you know, we're holding two spots out for transfers. And yep. 20 coaches told me that in July. You know? Wow. So, that's great. Yeah, that's really world, interesting. Man, Thank you. Yes. It is a new world indeed. And, and that's, um, it, it's got to be such a like oddly disconcerting thing for coaches, especially since we're just still a couple of years into the transfer portal, because it's like, you know, it's going to happen. You know, like, for example, if you are Hubert Davis, you know, you've had big time success in the first two iterations of the transfer. Oh, you're going to have success, but there's still got to be this lingering, like, what if the right dude isn't there or what? Like, how, how do you like as a head coach, how do you go to bed at night? Uh, lay your head on the pillow and just trust that that's all going to play out. Yeah, because, it, you know, they're all, be, here's the thing. When they've even changed, uh, they extend, when they extend the amount of time in the, <laughs> for people to declare in the book, like, you know, you're going to have quality and, and Hey, so you're North Carolina. Let's start there. Right. It ain't like you're, let me not even do that. It ain't yeah. like you're not North Carolina. Yes, I'm yes. about to get in trouble. It ain't like nice you're editing. not North Carolina. <laughs> so you're going to have in that top 20, in the top 40 transfer recruits. I hate this to call them that, but that's what they are. Yeah, yeah. You are going to have your pick of, you can you can find quality players and you're going, they're going to want to come to you. It's the same thing. And I, yeah, they still want to come to you. Yeah, because- a lot of them wanted to be recruited by you anyway. That's right. To start with. That's right. Right. So now they're living there. I mean, Baylor Sherman talked to me about this. You know, I mean, yeah. all of these guys that Kendrick yeah. Davis talking, they, they're living their dream a little late. It's like a dream deferred. And so now yeah. they're getting calls yeah. from Hubert. They're getting calls from John Shire and Bill Self and, you know, 
John Calipari. So yeah, they're, they, and they like that. They like, they go through that process. They take visits again. It's like the living, it's like high school all over again. So yeah. you all, but this time they've proven, they've proven yeah. it themselves. Now they've shown it at the college level. And so Baylor Shireman goes uh, and is now at Creighton and yeah. David now at Memphis, correct? Is where Kendrick yeah. Davis landed. Yeah. And so these dudes have done it on the court and now they, they've gotten that. And, and in some ways that's like, dude, I bet on me and it's working out. That's real. Yeah. I mean, and you're even more of a high, I think you're an even higher commodity because you have proven it at this level. Yep. And even a, you know, even a five-star high school. Absolutely. Kid, we just don't know. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and we see so many of the freshmen coming in who you expect to do it right out of the gate, yeah. but they're 18, maybe 19. And it's just not the same level. Now, last question. I know we got to get you out, Jason. You got to get on to some more appointments, yeah. but Zayden, hi, you talked about how you think he is low and, and a prime candidate to rise in the rankings. Yeah. Um, and so like, here's an example. I had a question on Twitter after his commitment. Is this solid news for North Carolina or very exciting news. And I tend to lean more towards the very exciting because yeah. this, in my estimation, is the exact type of stretch for that Hubert Davis yeah. wants, uh, I think is is lowly rated in this, his switch to um, his school in Arizona, uh, yeah. as you said, is going to give him um, yeah. some more just shine and, and national yeah. recognition. Is that is that in line with what you're thinking about? A hundred percent. Like Zayden's, I mean, super skilled, six nine, stretch for extraordinaire, thriving in the pick and pop, knocking down shots consistently. Um, and that guy, to your point, it fits y'all system to it. I mean, you know, y'all y'all, y'all got pretty far with a guy <laughs> who kind of fits the bill of a Zayden High, you know, uh, and Brady Manic. So I, you know, I definitely think he's and then then you know in the role that he's in, even at AZ Compass. He's gonna feel that you'll see, like it, you'll see exactly <laughs> how he'll fit into that system. And you're right. like, oh my god, you know, because he knocks down shots from the perimeter, but he's just a knockdown shooter, like even mid range, like he can. And he he recognizes situations, opens up the floor for spacing just because of his versatility. Um, so he's gonna be a guy who will thrive this year, and you'll see how uh, you'll be able to correlate how that will translate into your system, hundred percent. And they'll be on TV a lot, so you'll be able to see him. Yes, absolutely. So make sure, folks, you tune in and see Zayden high playing. Get excited for his game. Jason Jordan, great stuff as always. Thanks so much, brother. We appreciate you and welcome back. Thanks for having me. That's it for today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. Thanks so much to Jason Jordan for joining us. Coming up tomorrow, Coach Pat Kilby and I are going to talk more about Zayden High, his game, what his commitment means for the Tar Heels. Can't wait to unpack that. You can follow the show at Locked on Heels on Twitter. You can follow Jason at Jason Jordan SI, and you can follow me at Isaac Shade. If you want to reach out and talk more on Gmail, LockedOnTarHeels at gmail.com. Get more on the ACC by making Locked on ACC your second listen of the day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked on take you around the conference in 30 minutes, five days a week. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show, smash the like button, leave some comments on your thoughts on Elliot Cadeau. Don't forget to hit the bell on YouTube so you can get notified anytime a new episode drops. Thanks so much for spending part of your Tuesday hanging out with me. I want to remind you that it is always a great day to be a Tar Heel. Until tomorrow, peace!